You are listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, friends. Hello. We are very excited. This is episode number 50. This is crazy. Yeah, this is so weird that we've hit 50 episodes. I remember talking about when we were going to hit 50 episodes. I know, and (laughs) we've hit over 10,000 listens, which is insane. Yes, we are so thankful for you guys for listening in every week and just following along with us and being able to be a part of our community. Yeah, it's weird because we started this in June, mm-hmm. and I just remember we had no idea who we were going to meet and what this whole podcast platform was going to entail, everything all together, and it is crazy to think of all the people that we've met. It's been awesome. We've really gotten to meet some amazing, amazing women and learned a lot. You know, I just feel at peace with our journey. I feel like I've learned so much. Yeah, it's almost like a humbling feeling uh, when you interview these other women because you realize like how strong we are as women to go through what we do and how we still make it work like every single day, whether you have kids, whether you don't, whatever level you're at or sports. So it has been very eye-opening and I've learned so much. But we wanted to do a quick Q&A because we do have a lot of listeners that are new um, or fairly new. And so we wanted to kick it off with just some random questions maybe you did or did not know about us. So Right. And our first intro that we have on our podcast is also like our first episode. And it's like, I mean... It's, it is rough, man. It's rough. <laughs> we, we literally look back and we're like, wow, we have gotten so much better since yes, the beginning. Yes, <laughs> So we thought we could bring back some different Q&A questions for each other and give you guys a little more insight into who we are as people. So I will ask you first, Brittany, okay. let's kick this off with the first Q&A question. Where have you lived? Like, where have you been? So not just football related. I've moved a lot. I went to school in Iowa when I graduated high school. I went to college in Iowa for two years. I played softball there. And then when I had a shoulder surgery, I came back home. And I stayed back home for two years to finish out college. And then I moved to Wisconsin, and I was a grad assistant softball coach and then an assistant softball coach for two years in Wisconsin, and then moved back home, which is California, everyone. Sorry. I (laughs) guess I should preface that for our new listeners. I'm from California, from like Los Angeles area. And so I moved back home for a few years and then I met Drew and that is my boyfriend and he was living in Washington at the time. And so we did long distance for a year and a half and then I was like, all right, like, let's do this thing. I'm going to be all in. So I quit my job and I moved up to Washington and I lived there for gosh, just a year, basically, to the day almost. (laughs) (laughs) And then we moved here to Mississippi, and we've been living in Mississippi since February of this year. Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's so funny to look at your moving journey and like, girl loved the Midwest yeah. <laughs> for a time period. Yeah, I I moved a lot before I met Drew. So honestly, being in this industry was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like I've moved every two years, like I'm, I'm ready for this. 
And I think the only snag was my job because I was working at Universal at the time and I was in events. And so I had to quit my job and then, you know, I got a job at Washington State and now I'm remote. So it's like, now that's not even a snag. It's like, all right, where are we going next? Like, bring it on. The remote world, I feel like, has just changed so much over time because it used to be so frowned upon and now companies, I guess, are realizing they can save money and resources. So remote is becoming more normalized, I feel like. Yeah, it really is. It's been nice for us, for sure. Which, speaking of, you're also remote, but you have done a lot of football moves. Yep, I have. So we both are from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I did not meet Carson as my husband. I did not meet him until we were at college, which was at Oklahoma State, but I am originally from, we'll back up, I'm originally from Allen, Texas. It is one of those obnoxious, die-hard football schools, live, breathe, Friday Night Lights. Like, that is the school that you think of. Um, but then I went to college at Oklahoma State, where I was a part of the marketing, sports marketing program, and that is where I met Carson. And so, you know, you could definitely say that we, like, exchange glances, like, on the <laughs> football field. <laughs> but that is how we met. And then we went to Kansas, so we just, like, rode up four hours. I quit my job, and we moved to Kansas, experienced that. Love Kansas, and that is where I started my event planning job as well. I work with a company remote called Wellington Experience, and then, of course, you know, we made it a year on the dot, and we got asked to go to Washington, which is where I met Brittany and Drew, and so we went there for seven months. I made it there seven months. And then we came down to Mississippi State. So we have been kind of all over the place, but it's been good. I I think that each move, we've gone somewhere, definitely learned and met people I would never even think about meeting. Yeah, and I think this podcast, too, has brought us closer to a lot of you guys that we would have probably never met or maybe we would have seen you but never would have actually had a conversation. So we're really thankful that we're able to kind of spread this community and also make connections for other people because I think that's important too. You don't want to feel alone if you're moving across the country and you know no one. So hopefully you can use our community as a olive branch and kind of be like, hey, I see you follow more than a season two or you interviewed on their podcast and I listened to your episode or whatever. We're hoping that that's kind of what our podcast brings everybody. Well, I think it's crazy because like I dread moving. Like, yeah. I just, the whole process is just so, ugh, like, mm-hmm. you know, packing and things like that. But I feel like Now, when we do get that opportunity, my mindset has changed to like, okay, let's do this. Like new adventure, all these people that I've never met. I feel like even a maturity factor that we grow so much more when you meet people or do things that, you know, are out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, And again, like I said, you guys are just amazing. And all of the women that we've interviewed are honestly some of the greatest women I've ever met. So getting to hear these experiences and, and how people dive into the community has really helped us dive into our community more. I feel more rooted to Sarkville than I did to Pullman, even though I worked in Pullman and I had a lot of like coworkers and things like that. But I just feel like we instantly felt connected here. And even with a pandemic, we could feel that way, which is amazing. And I think everyone can feel that way. So if you're feeling disconnected from your community, like message us or something and maybe we can connect you with someone within your area that you can really just dive into the community with yeah we'll get you plugged in (laughs) dm us but okay next on the random question list yes Okay, so what does your significant other think you do all day? It was funny. Drew asked me that for the first time like a few months ago, and he was like, so what do you do all day? 
And I kind of looked at him like, are you kidding me? Like, that is such a big insult. And he was like, and he saw my face and was like, oh no, like, that's not what I meant. And I was like, what did you mean by that question, my friend? And he was like, I'm just like wondering, like, what does your routine look like? You know, because when I went to work, obviously he saw me get up, get ready and leave before he left. So he knew I was at work the whole time in meetings and things like that. But I think he thinks like since I'm here and he knows I do like laundry throughout the day or maybe I'll clean the day. I think he was wondering like, do you sit down, have coffee and then like do a lot of laundry like you know, 20 minutes in. He thinks so you're just like lounging on your patio furniture outside. Yeah. I was like, I mean, geez, dude, what do you think I do? And he was like, no, I know you work. I know you work. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I, Carson asked me that question. It's all comes from a good place. I feel like I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think they're just so, they're trying to just be a part of that chapter. So they ask that question mm-hmm. and like that section of your life since they're never home for that. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I'll give him like a list. I'm like, okay, at 10, I'm doing this 11, not because he's checking on me, but just so he can have conversation pieces. But it is funny because when they ask that, I'm like, I really want to know what you think I do all day. I had to ask Drew, I was like, what do you do all day? Because like in my mind, you guys are like in your little bullpen thing. Like they have an office where all the guys like sit in together. There's like Oh my gosh, they were like crammed There's like eight of them in there. Yeah. And so in my mind, they're just like partying it up and like playing music. Yeah, Carson said they have like the speaker, just totally off topic, but they have the speaker and they like play all these like pump up music all day long. And I'm just like picturing like eight guys crammed in this little corner cubicle trying to keep focused and work. But yeah, so I do get asked that question and we we actually went to a Christmas exchange and some of the women, they were saying that their husbands are asking them the same thing and a lot of them have kiddos and so if you are a mom out there, I'm sure you can relate that the mom literally was like, I have so many things to do with the children that I can't even tell you like yeah. where to start. I can't even start <laughs> to tell you. Okay, next question is what is... The guy's game day routine. So does Carson have a game day routine that he sticks to? Yes, he does. I feel like I always like to call him like a 70-year-old man because he likes to wake up, have his coffee, has breakfast. Like he's very time-oriented and not to the point where it's like he will freak out if he's like (laughs) minutes late, but he likes to have his routine. So same breakfast same coffee like everything is the same throughout the day and then at the end whether we win or lose no matter what I don't know why but he always eats fried chicken of some sort I don't know that's always been his thing um so it this started when we were living together in Kansas is even if the players did not get that meal after the game you know how they have the food right he would go we would drive through and go get chicken and so that is just that's so interesting yeah it's fried I don't know I mean chicken he, he's a guy after my own heart because I am like so superstitious and I had a I game. I you were going to say I love fried chicken. Oh no, no, no. I, I can't eat, sadly can't eat fried chicken. But I love like a game day routine. Like I used to be so big on that. Like I wore my hair the same way. I would get up early. I would do everything like the have, same. Like, lucky pair of socks or anything? No, but I had like a bow that I would put in my hair yeah. that was like my bow and then I would change if I was doing bad I was like all right time to switch it up like I'm doing something new and we got a new hairstyle I might not curl my hair today I might just wear it straight with a bow you're like that now though when we watch games she will move 
location. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like sitting like by myself in the room like, oh, Brittany's up there. <laughs> She's superstitious. I am. I'm so superstitious. I feel like it's me. And, you know, I'm sorry because I really messed up this past weekend. I know you didn't move. Well, and, and I also was telling my friend's dad who was at the game, I was telling him how awesome our kicker is and how he's like just, you know, one of those kids that's just a freak of nature that's going to be going to the NFL. <laughs> and I'm going on and on and on. And, and I'm he like, misses. he's awesome. Um, and then he misses a field goal and I was like I'm sorry I will own that I have to apologize personally to him to tell him like I messed it up for you I was no. talking about it you can't talk about it no you can't but what does Drew do for his routine so he's not as routine as me and he's really not superstitious some things here or there he is but he's more just like super quiet so we lived in Pullman we lived right down the street from the team hotel and I would drop him off in the morning and then during the day he would like try to come home just for a little bit because they had nothing they were just hanging at the hotel and I had to tell him like please don't come home because <laughs> like that's so mean I'm not trying to kick him out of his own house but we would have like people over for the game or whatever and he would just be silently like sitting on the couch like watching games just like not saying a word and people were like is he okay like what is going on he's just in the zone yeah and I was like are you fine like what's wrong with you and he's like no I'm just trying to focus just trying to get prepared you know he has that internal preparation versus like a time schedule he's very just quiet during the day and he'll kind of just keep himself now I get that okay we have some bloopers man oh man did we have some bloopers coming up with these yes <laughs> so. oh my gosh well, our first episode, we talked about this in the very beginning, but Ashley would, <laughs> would not stop slapping her legs. And all you could hear like during the, on the microphones was like this big slapping noise. So it was hilarious. Yeah, it was so painful to listen to. So I literally had to sit with something in my hands because I couldn't stop. And so now I'm, I am seasoned. I do not do that anymore. No, but. like one of our first episodes, like the phone went off. It was like, ding like a few times and so we had to start learning to tell people like you need to keep your phone on silent because you can hear that really loudly in an interview yeah and in the <laughs> interviews the amount of just funny timing that you would never yes. think like we had at one point dogs walk in the frame the children opening the doors and saying like you know hey I need you <laughs> like on the phone and also I think there was one where like the FedEx man came mm -hmm. and the doorbell rang and so you know when the doorbell rings the dogs go crazy right in the middle of the interview so we've heard some some funny things yeah and then we had one of our interviewees she had like her daughter was singing Frozen and so we could hear it was like not very loud but it was so cute it was like the cutest thing I've ever heard so she was like I'm so sorry so she was in her closet at one point interviewing with us because it was just so funny like she was like I gotta get away from the sound I know she was like we have been on frozen 2 soundtrack for like the past <laughs> month yeah that one was funny we had some good ones we've had people freeze in conversation that y'all would never know because Brittany and her magical editing skills can take it away but a lot of people get into their story and they're so passionate about telling it that their brain like <laughs> shuts off yeah yeah I it, don't know what it is my brain has shut off a couple times too and and we have to edit that out <laughs> <laughs> because we're like uh where was I gonna go with this conversation don't go back and listen to a couple of our first episodes because <laughs> yeah skip on over maybe if you go to like episode 10 or 11 I think that's when we actually started editing our episodes yeah when we felt good we also started we've started in many locations so we yes. have not only been in my bedroom we've been in the office now we're in Brittany's yes. house 
But we had started off with like one little mic. It was yeah. so tiny. And Brittany and I were like <laughs> sharing a mic. Yeah. Our cheeks like so close together trying to talk. Into yeah. And mic. we had one of our interviews, Alyssa Mealy. We had her come over and we were interviewing in my bedroom at this point. This is our first interview on my bed and all three of us were sharing this microphone with a fold-out card table yes (laughs) and we were interviewing and it was going directly to the computer and now we've really just we've just taken it up a few notches I know we are like (laughs) night and day difference Brittany and I have had our stomachs growl in the mic and yeah just like where we talk so long that our mouth gets super dry (laughs) oh I know sadly we've had an interview lost because it got deleted so we've just had some interesting things but we're glad that you guys have all stuck around for all of these times and and through our awkward phase at the beginning it's like yeah it's like a growing phase you know that awkward (laughs) stage we're like in seventh going to eighth grade like growing braces and you know (laughs) races and like the terrible side part but okay we want to just wrap up this mini-sode and basically tell you like what the future holds Mm -hmm. what our plans are because we have big plans coming yeah we we do and we're really excited we have a lot of amazing women that we've already interviewed but we want to just continue the train on and We really want to actually branch this community out to be able to see who we can help out in our communities as a whole. So we are trying to partner with some different organizations to hopefully be able to help others and give back. We also want to expand to other sports. We know that we haven't gotten to all the sports yet, and we really want to do that. That's actually our main priority. And we want to, like I said, be able to connect other women with people that you may have never met or you want to meet or that type of thing. So Our goal is to hopefully get to interview a bunch of different sports and be able to connect a bunch of different women. If we've learned anything from this first couple months of doing this podcast is that even though we're all in different sports, we all have similar journeys that we can pull from or just even advice on how to be better women as a whole. And so I think that it's going to be so exciting for 2021 when we have just a new start. Pairing with the nonprofit organizations is our one of the things that we had discussed in the beginning because sometimes you want to get involved and you don't really know where to start because Mm -hmm. even though there's so many people in this industry, you can feel lonely at times. And so we want to really just put that out there for people to have a way to get involved. And then we also, we also want to interview our significant others because we want to pick their brains on what they think is going on. Yeah, we do. We also have a plan to interview a couple. So we're Mm -hmm. hoping to interview someone and their significant other to get a dual perspective. We love the like dual interviews. We hope that you guys do too as well. But I feel like hearing a couple different perspectives is always fun. I mean, the more you can share, the more you can know, the better it is. And we're going to continue our reels. And we know (laughs) that you guys like those and we love doing them. So it's been really fun for us. And I think one of our last things that we we really do want to do is continue to grow our website, our blog. And one of the main things for that, like we've talked about a couple times on our Instagram, if you follow us there is that we want to be able to create a comprehensive map of all the states and be able to provide you with some different insight for that state so if you do move there you already have restaurants you have hair salons dentists doctors schools schools, everything so again that is going to take a really long time to build but we need your help so if you guys are interested feel free to dm us and let us know that you're interested to help us out in your area because we're basically going to start a big map and just fill in as we go yeah, and that we know that this is a heavy project, so we are in it for the long haul, trying to figure all these things out because 
everyone goes through it and everybody wants to know where to start once you get that call of where you're going. Mm -hmm. So that is big, big plans for the future, but we appreciate all that y'all do in supporting us and listening to this mini sode. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.